Wawawiwa. Welcome to Please Watch This. My name is Sam. Uh, we're a film podcast, we watch films. Uh, I don't really feel like doing the main intro today, everybody. Because um, the exciting news is we've got a, a returning guest. We'll get to the returning guest. Less exciting news, I'm Sam as always. I'm joined by Hugh as Hello. always. You're right, Hugh. Same old. Less week. exciting. Is that, it? Is that what you're trying Far to say? Less exciting. Yeah. Thanks. I, t- I too am not very exciting. I have yep. got my COVID vaccination booked in for tomorrow, lads. You'll be excited to, uh, to know. Oh, so you? I'll be, no, uh, I'll be impervious. Yeah. But to get to the cool. exciting part, we are joined for the first time in a, in a while by Liam, air quotes, juicy, and air quotes, waters. Uh, first time since, I want to say, Spaceballs. Baseballs, yeah. Is that last February, February before last. Since before this COVID Before stuff. the dark times. Of course, we, <laughs> we were actually in the room Before we together. started Jesus. doing uh, COVID, yeah. Before we started doing COVID. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, did you say we're called Please Watch This? Did you mention that? Uh, they know. They clicked on they some know. things. There. Yeah. Uh, you know, each week one of us has watched a film the other one hasn't seen and then we and then he watches it and then uh, <laughs> yeah you know is this basically, like Sam explains a podcast premise badly this is like yeah drunken history what it's called uh, so yeah Hugh had never seen the film we're going to watch today this seemed like a really good opportunity obviously in light of the Oscar nominations and Golden Globe wins and all this sort of stuff so yes. uh, but first things first let's catch up with Juicy Juicy how have you been in the intervening year or so I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to get annoying this episode, is it? Us all doing Borat impressions. I mean, no, no it is not. No, no. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't got. It, it never got more or annoying in the last fifteen years. It's always no. been exciting to say, "My yeah. wife." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if I don't say to Natalie at least once a month, very nice. Like, I, just like I, I just feel like I'm letting her down. Six time. Yeah. yeah, when he introduces us to friends, this is my wife. <laughs> my wife. Wow, we were. I mean, the danger is when you say my wife is you go into the uh, League of Gentlemen. Yeah, You're my wife now, Dave. Very close to Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that crossover. My wife. <laughs> it's it's four it's, visits. Uh, Royce Time will only tell. Uh, yeah, I mean, have you, have you seen any good films, Juicy, in the year? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I actually watched the Zack Schneider cut of uh, Justice League <sighs> yeah. last night. Surely you're still watching that now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I've cut <laughs> So yeah, I've already yeah, yeah. sunk like two and a half hours into that film, uh, into the, you know, the, the Joss Whedon one. I know this is going to be different. Should I waste time, I mean, spend four hours of my life? A sixth of a day. <laughs> There's total contrast of opinions. Personally, like I enjoyed the first film. Huh. So like it's just another film for me, so I enjoyed it. There was some stuff where I'm a little bit like, well, did was there no was there any need? <laughs> no, probably not. So is but, this one good? I don't, yeah, he's good. He's good. It's, uh, I think it's better yeah, I was say, than you the sound less cut. emphatic than the original there. I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard to say why it's good without spoiling it for you. Okay. So, like, it's a, it'd be a difficult conversation to convince you to then go watch it without actually saying, oh, you need to watch it because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I could watch Shawshank Redemption and Primer in that time, or Lawrence of Arabia, and um, it's a long time. Did it feel like a long time? I mean, yeah, sat on the couch last night, yeah, I mean, my neck is in bits. <laughs> it was, I mean, when I watched it, I stopped and made something to eat, like, about an hour in. But I watched it quite early yesterday morning, mm. so I was quite hungry at that point. Mm. But, yeah, so it took me, like, more than four hours to watch it because of 
stops and breaks and things like that. But it's, I mean, technically, it's what you're watching is like just shy of four hours. They're like, like the film credits is like twelve minutes or something. It's three hours fifty-two minutes. Yeah. That makes all the difference. What, yeah, to me. Yeah, not, yeah, not. yeah. Spare eight minutes. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I mean, hey, look, they did it. They managed to get it out there and. It is what it is, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would, I would recommend it personally. If you, no, no, I'd recommend it. Yeah, if yeah. you, if you like that sort of thing, if you're interested in it, if you're not, if, look, you know, it is what it is. It's got a very specific tone that they went with that was kind of established with like Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman, and I think that consistency works in this film. And they've like made more of the, like. Like uh, Cyborg's more of a main character this time than he yeah, was in the last, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. In the original cut or the original version of it, which is good. I mean, it means that like maybe Batman and Superman take a bit of a step back, but I liked that. I mean, also Gal Gadot, obviously helps. You know, yeah, yeah, that's always a positive. No, 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 expe- no explanation needed. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. go watch it. Is it Gadot or Godot? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, shall we talk about this week's film then? Sam? We might as bloody well. Yes, yeah, so we've got Juicy on. He's a uh, seems to be our comedy guy, really. We've, I think it's always been comedies. Uh, yeah. Oh, and a James Bond actually, yeah. um, and and yeah. Senna. Yeah. So uh, two comedies out of four, <laughs> basically. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, to this week we watched uh, the Oscar-nominated Borat subsequent movie film Delivery of Prodigious Bribe. To uh, American regime for make benefit one's glorious glorious nation of Kazakhstan, a a, a sequel fourteen uh, and a bit years uh, in the making. I'll start with a quick synopsis. So, obviously, with spoilerific, spoilerific, uh, and everything. Uh, it's the second Borat film. He's been working in a gulag for the 14 years since the first one because he brought a lot of shame to Kazakhstan. And what he has to do now is try to basically win over Donald Trump so that his uh, Kazakhstan. So the Boris, Boris Kazakhstan uh, leader can be part of the strongman group with Donald Trump. And the the plan is to deliver Johnny the Monkey, their, their Minister for Culture and leading porn star, uh, to Mike Pence, who will then go into Donald Trump. And obviously plans change. His daughter is a bit of a stowaway and the plans change so that she becomes the potential bribe to give to... Donald Trump via Mike Pence and then uh, potentially Rudy Giuliani. Uh, if you listen to the show, you've probably seen the film. If you haven't, it's on Amazon Prime. Go and watch it if you fancy. Um, and then stuff happens. We will talk about the stuff that happens. Juicy, uh, as our guest, you can you can start us off. What is it that you like about this film so much? I mean, it is, it's Borat. I like Borat. <laughs> yeah. I loved the first Borat film. It was... It was incredible. I mean, me and Hugh went to the cinemas and watched it, and I don't, I've not laughed that hard for that long. In a, you know, like, unless it's a significant moment in, like, something I'm watching for comedy. Yeah. Like, we laughed and hard. Like, I ate after <laughs> Like, it is a, it's another quality, like, Sasha Baron Cohen thing. Like, it, Bruno came after Borat. It wasn't as, ma- as amazing as Borat. And I think, like, this one, it just goes back to the how good Borat was the first time. It gives you that, gives you that just the laugh. You know, it's, it's, it makes fun of America. And what's worse about it is the Americans just take part. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's the part in it where the cake lady writes, you know, Jews will never replace it with a smiley <laughs> face on a, on a cake. And she's just like, yeah, all right. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Strange man's asking me to write this. And yeah, it's... 
it's just a quality film. It's I, I think it's it's other than the slapstick humour, there's a lot of uh, like a, almost a hidden agenda to the to like what he's sort of saying. Like, look how stupid you people are. Look how racist you people are. And like sort of bringing that out and saying, look, this is why the other nations don't like you and people don't respect you as well. I think it's I think it's both slapstick and very intelligent comedy at the same time. He's always been a very political filmmaker, hasn't he, though, mm. Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah, yeah he, I mean, uh, in everything he what's does. really interesting, so what Juicy said there about, you know, the, the potential impact this has in, in, in showing the world what America's like, he was so um, adamant that they had to get it out before the election because he knew that it could sway some people and it is holding a mirror up to those people and interestingly his his kind of political motivations have always been there from from his university days so he played abby hoffman in the trial of the chicago seven and he had to break off recording borat to do that film because he's always been so passionate about abby hoffman who's a political activist and just a really interesting character and um, that is a really great film and a great performance and it's really interesting he almost they almost blew it because of COVID. They almost couldn't get this film out before the election because he was taking part in his other kind of political, uh, you know, child. Well, not, not really his child, but you know, his political endeavors. And it is really interesting that I mean, what's what's uh, what was funny about the first one was that these were the things that we might have suspected were lying underneath. And I have exactly the same sort of uh, you know reaction to borrow out the first one, watching it at the cinemas and and being in physical pain uh, from watching it. But yes. but that time it was like, oh wow, I can't believe they're actually like this. This time it wasn't really even a surprise, was it? You know, because it is so out in the open since Donald no, Trump no. was president. You know, and, and in this campaign, so it is. Yeah, it's it's kind of highlighting all the seemingly nice people who were... Uh, and, and, and in interviews he said, you know, it's not necessarily that these people are, are bigoted and racist and homophobic and, and anti-Semitic. It's that they don't... that they're indifferent to it. They sort of look the other way while this guy's being so horrible, you know. And um, a podcast that I think... Um, I think me and Hugh have talked about, uh, Behind the Bastards. Uh, I might have recommended it. I don't know if you've listened to it. Or if I've recommended it, I've not listened to it. No, I've no. not. So, no. I it's it's. It. I remember. Oh, yeah, vaguely remember you mentioning it. I don't think I'll. I don't think I'll listen to it's it. It's one you might like. It's a. It tends to be historical, and it's looking at kind of bastards in history, basically, and horrible people. And they did a fairly recent episode, which was like the nice, courteous people who basically let the Holocaust happen. You know, so it wasn't based on a on a bunch of like rabid uh, anti semites in 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 Germany. It was. It was a handful of those, and just people who were indifferent to it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, bystanders. Bystanders, yeah, you know. Called it and stuff like that. Sasha Baron Cohen said in an interview. I mean, the British took a photo of them, and it was years before they even believed that all like that were going on. Do you know? Like it was clear as day on one of the recon runs they did as well for the camps. Oh, yeah, the camps. Yeah. Well, look, and that's you know in the same way that we don't know the true extent of what's happening with in China with. Uh, I don't, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Is it Ugu? The Uyghurs. Uyghurs, is that how you pronounce it? Um, you know, yeah, that like looks fucking awful, but for most people it's just like, well, that's the other side of the world. Groups we don't really know much about, so we'll just kind of be indifferent to it. And that is the you know the political the political part of this film, as much as it's a fantastically funny, gross-out comedy slapstick thing, that's what's really fascinating, I think, under, under the skin of it. Mm. I mean, I said to... Juicy when we were watching it I said oh he always goes to the most like 
Republican places in America that he can find and get in, you know, tries to get right in the underbelly of these very conservative places. Yeah. It's always interesting how, you know, he's not in, you know, he's not in California, you know, he's not in San Francisco or something. He's in, he's in like Texas. You know, is he in Galveston? I think he's Texas. Yeah, Galveston, Texas. Big sort of like urban cities tend to make people more liberal because they, they rub rub along with more diverse people and just naturally makes them more diverse. So he does have to go to, I mean, in the first one, it's that Rodeo, didn't he? It's Rodeo. And that was just incredible to see. To see what they would, to see what they would go along with, you know, uh, and that's yeah. a really fascinating, really fascinating thing. And I think what I really like about this is that it must have been so hard to be a, a satirist in the last five years because you know Donald Trump and the like, they are the joke that doesn't need to say itself. So if he if he was just no, like yeah, they're the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, but they almost they almost take away the ammo of a satirist because. If you came, they do such ridiculous yeah, things. Yeah, if you came up with something half as ridiculous as that, people would go, well, that's a bit far-fetched, that's not very funny. And then he does something, you know, like uh, encourage people to inject bleach to solve a virus. <laughs> and, and that, you know, that, if it was an... You're not supposed to do that. No. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, You're looking a bit peaky there, oh, Juice. Do, 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 do some phone calls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam's like, tomorrow is in- inoculation. He's like, is that, is that bleach? <laughs> Inoculations at being cute. <laughs> Just straight Just it's like you don't look like a nurse <laughs> well you know what they say you can do it when you're being killed <laughs> well it rhymes so it's probably true you know and it's things like yeah. he brings out people like so they go to the plastic surgeon you know and he talks like maybe we'll just do some slight refinement of the nose and she says oh no I'm not like a Jew am I and he says no no Jews would be much more like this and kind of does like a real hook nose thing and you're like fucking yeah. hell like it's yeah. one thing you know if you're, if you're in the back of a taxi and he's been a bit racist or something it's one thing to nod along and humour him for the sake of not causing conflict. It's another thing to add to the script <laughs> of, uh, oh, of yeah, definitely. And then when she says, you know, I, I want to make a man uh, want to make a sex attack on me, and he says, I think that would be most men. That is grottiness. <laughs> that is so creepy. Oh. She's like, would you, father- make, a, would you yeah. make a sex attack on me if your father were here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> it's because these people know that, that this isn't going to get shown in their country, they think. It is, yeah, it's just like the first one. It's got all the great ridiculousness and, and all that, but it is uh, pretty illuminating at the same time. Yeah. Uh, so, do you see it? So, you watched it with you, is that right? I watched it with you. I had seen it before. Yeah. Uh, I think. Um... I think I, I was listening to a previous episode and you mentioned, oh, we'll have to do borrow out the subsequent movie film. And I just messaged you and were like, I'm coming on that film. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah, and I think it was a good time because I think it was only a few days before I was saying, I just re-listened to the Spaceballs episode and we need to get you back on. And uh, um, obviously you'll have a bit more insight in, uh, than me then as to how much you liked this because it's a comedy and if he didn't laugh, then you know he didn't like it that much. But if he laughed uproariously, he did. Um, <laughs> are there things that you... Sus- Easy to judge as well with a comedy, it isn't is a it? Yeah, like yeah. you know, if you're watching some art house film, going, is that what the director wanted us to think? You know, he's not. You're not so sure. Yeah. But if you're watching a comedy and they're laughing along, I suppose it's like maybe he's just. You know, it's not like he's not. Like maybe he's just doing it to humor. exactly. So we will find <laughs> yeah. uh, in in a, in a minute or two. We'll go for a break, and after that, we will find out if Hugh liked it or not. So, Juicy, without revealing uh, revealing whether or not Hugh uh, laughed a lot, are there things that you suspect he might not like about it? So. 
with with this is when I watched it, I watched it with Natalie, so uh, my wife. Um, <laughs> and so we, the history me and Natalie have with Borat is that when we first had our first child and she was six months old and she was in a bouncer, I was sat watching Borat. <laughs> And it was the first time Daniela properly belly laughed to Borat. And she was fully looking at the telly, belly laughing, and that's the history. So I said to Natalie, I was like, oh, why don't we watch Borat 2 together? And I think because she wasn't fully into the film and I was sort of sat there and I was like, I was laughing and I thought it was funny. And, you know, I was like, oh, this, yeah, this is funny. But I probably wasn't howling. I did think, I was like, well, maybe... Maybe some of the jokes are going to fall flat with you. Yeah. You know, like maybe it's going to be, oh, it's just, it, it feels forced. And I think because Natalie wasn't really laughing at the film because she wasn't really interested in the film, I was almost sort of sat there myself thinking, am I forcing the laughter yeah. out? Am I telling myself that this is an amazing film because I want it to be so amazing? So that was my fear with this film. Is so And so watching it again today with somebody who wanted to watch it, absolutely increased the enjoyment of my film for me for the film for me do you know so that was my thing is that I thought some of it might feel a bit forced for him and he might not find it as as funny as the first one because I mean what a you know how do you top Everest (laughs) you know like that's when it comes to that like it was that was it that was like my thing is it's not going to hit as hard as the first one and the context you watch it is really important so you know like you said you watch it the first one at the cinema I watched the first one at the cinema and that obviously increases how much you laugh out loud you know tenfold and so I was kind of the same really I think when I was thinking about things you might not like it isn't as funny as the first one and it's hard to know if that's just because we're watching it 15 years after the first one and we've now had you know nearly 20 years of Borat or whatever and we sort of we know where it's coming from. Whereas the first film, every every new punchline was a, you know, was a funny take, and it does change things. But it, you know, yeah. it still relies on some some formulas. So it's like you say, how do you top Everest, really? And I think um, they're probably for me maybe something you might not maybe like just in terms of laughs was there was there seemed to be a higher rate of scripted scenes between two fictional characters as opposed to exposing bigotry and so on in, in yeah. people and those scenes felt like you know your, your greens that you had to eat to get to your dessert sort of thing you know you had you had to have those for the underlying story but they weren't particularly funny in and of themselves you've got to have the setup for the payoff later yeah yeah it was it was the it was the big build up to the to the big punchline wasn't it? those those like scenes yeah I mean some of the subtitles when, it, when you're reading it because if you don't hear what they're saying um I think reading the subtitle bit made it funny, yeah, almost. True. Like yeah. you just saw they're like, oh, you know, no, the book forbids it. You know, <laughs> live in a cage. <laughs> and it, like, you know, like, oh. yeah. And it's like, I mean, the bit when he's in the car showing her what happens if a woman works. <laughs> <laughs> and a woman, a woman works, and it's like the Titanic and the. This is something I found when making uh, notes for this film is that I felt like I laughed more or like found it funnier sometimes to remember a scene than during the scene, you know, to like look through some of the funny quotes and and set and scenes and so on. You go, that is a, a hilarious thing to think or to tell somebody, but I didn't actually laugh out loud much when I was watching it. Um, but they are objectively very funny regardless if that makes sense did you watch it with your partner yeah I watched it with Nick um, first and I think she had a similar response to me where we say it's 
really funny, but not as funny as the first one, and we didn't really laugh out loud much. So I've got a lot of warmth for the film, but actually physical response is a lot less than I was hoping, but it's hard to know what the context, what the reasoning for that is really for me. But anyway, uh, we're going to find out. So, you know, I've been interested. It must be, I don't know, two or three, however many months since I first watched the film. I've been really looking forward to, to getting Hugh's views. So we're going to go for a little break, after which we will get, finally, Hugh's views on Borat to the uh, subsequent movie film, etc. So join us after the break. We'll find out. Hello and welcome back. Part two, Hugh's views. Hugh, what did you like about Borat 2 subsequent movie film? Etc.? Yes, Gamesh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was it. That's all I like. No. <laughs> um, that was the first, uh, yeah. first words of the film. Uh, done. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, um, that's, that's all I remember. Turn it off after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, kind of to echo what you and uh, Juicy have said, it's just a really funny film, isn't it? It's just very funny, sort of improv satire, slapstick. You know, it's hard to almost pin down the genre that of comedy that it's in, but, you know, it is more... You said it was more scripted, and it is more scripted than the previous one, uh, which was which was an interesting take on it, I thought, actually. Um, but, ah, oh, it's just... You know, is it the old six laughs test that Mark oh, Hermod yeah. gives it on his? Yeah, I mean, we probably passed that after about five minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just in the opening titles, um, not suitable for children under the age of three. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> six public humiliations. Like yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> the bollocks, yeah. With the, uh, the weight. Um, even just his look in the gulag, you know, that's funny. His <laughs> daughter living in a... Um, in a cage or in a all I had was my livestock yeah <laughs> yeah cows my and daughter. a non-male yeah. son I have a non-male son <laughs> a non-male son <laughs> yeah um you know, you're you're 15. You're the oldest unmarried woman in Kazakhstan. <laughs> um, yeah, just oh, it's it's yeah. I was I did enjoy this film. It was so funny, and that's like I think that's the the that's the main thing you can say, isn't it, when it comes to comedy? And I know I am a bit more, you know, you know yourself. You both know that when it comes to these films and these kind of ratings and things like that I am more generous with comedy I think because if it is funny then you've done what you've set out to do yeah you know if if you set out to make a a rom-com or you know a romantic drama and it's not that engaging and you don't feel for the characters then you failed haven't you do you know what I mean exactly um, like when we watched Spaceballs you know as an example Sam didn't really find it that funny like and I think one of, and me and Juicy at the time probably weren't laughing as much as we did the first time we watched it because, you know, it we we knew the jokes that were coming up and we were kind of laughing at what we remember rather than what we. Um, and it probably does. We it, it probably was a bit of a joy vacuum in the room because I'm not laughing. That kind of I discourages mean, you two from laughing. <laughs> in some, you know, to some I mean, I know, yeah, I know, I normally um, have a joy vacuum in a room, but you know that, that was most pronounced when it was. Uh, no, no, oh, you're confusing joy with charisma. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So, um, yeah, again, as uh, Juicy stated, me and him saw it at the cinema um, 
the funniest film I've seen in the cinema by a country mile. Yeah. Just a, uh, I can still remember he was laughing so hard that he, he like would put his face in his jumper. <laughs> just I don't know why. Just like a, a natural reaction he has when he laughs too much. I would love to be you back know. there now. You know, like you can never watch that first Borat film and yeah. laugh that hard at it because it was it was also just part of the cultural. It was just part of the culture at the time. We were we were eight seventeen eighteen as well, so we were like yeah. a good age for it and. Obviously, he'd been on his TV show before and done it before, but we'd never seen anything like that in the cinema before. Uh, I do want, I do worry it was that just, we're warm to it. It's one of those films where you're gasping for air because yeah. you're laughing so much. Yeah, physical pain. Um, yeah, and yeah, in this, um, his daughter is it Tutela Tuta? Is she called Tuta? Yeah, yeah, Tuta. Um, Maria Baklover, I think she's called. Right. She is brilliant in this. She's for me. She stole the show because. What I was saying to Juicy as we were watching the film that, you know, the the, the, the intelligence or the smart thing that Sacha Baron Cohen's done in this film was that he got somebody else, he got another confederate who was in on the joke. I know he kind of had his um, producer, didn't he, in the first film, yeah. who was also there, but it's just such a different dynamic when, you know when they go to the women's health clinic because she swallows the plastic baby off the cupcake. But they think when, they're talking about... When he about... put a baby inside her, just to correct you there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, I feel the response because I put the baby inside her. I mean, look at her. How could you not? <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't give it to her. <laughs> you know. And it's like, I wanted to give my daughter pleasure treating. He's like, he said not to tell anyone. <laughs> it's our little secret. You know, just little things like that that are just, oh, it's so funny. Um, and yeah, as you guys have discussed before, the political side of it, you know, there is a, you know, like you said, a holding up of a mirror. It's kind of reflecting on, you know, American republicanism and, you know, like how right-wing people in America have been... a have been more visible and more outspoken in the last like four years when whilst Trump was president. It's a new iteration um, of that as well, where it's a lot of the same people who would have been, you know, cry, like joining him in a rendition of "Throw the Jews Down the Well So My Country Can Be Free" fourteen years ago. Yeah. Now they're queuing on, uh, you know, nutcases, uh, and they've, yeah, they've just singing, been sold this life for years. Yeah, saying cut up the journalists like the Saudis. Cut them up like the Saudis do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's crazy lines, you know, that kind of way. Um, Yeah, so she's brilliant in it. She's, you know, she does such a wonderful job. And, you know, there is more, like I said, more scripted side to it. So there is more of a, it's a different kind of storyline. Um. Yeah, I'm as yeah as positive I'm being. I don't really have much more to say than it was a very very funny film. It's a funny one, you like know? you say, with a, with an effective comedy. If you laugh a lot, that's kind of it. I mean, to what extent do you think it works as a satire, whatever you'd want to call it? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's primarily a satire, although it it does kind of live in that realm. It's more of a, you know, a an improv kind of slapstick piece of comedy. Yeah, but it's got it's not it's not just that though, is it? Because the, no, like not. Grimsby or the Brothers Grimsby in in America, that that's a that yeah. doesn't. Other than the fact that they give uh, Donald Trump AIDS, I think at one point in that film, it doesn't have the political <laughs> message of this film. That's like just a re- 
ridiculously funny, gross out comedy slapstick thing. Yeah. This has got a, pu- a purpose, and you know, it's the reason why he was so keen to get it out before the election. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't something I was overly thinking about because I suppose touching on what you guys are, it's hard to not echo what you guys have already said, to be fair. But, you know, it it's probably not as funny as the first one because maybe it is that whole situation of, well, I've. St- I've seen this before, you know, Borat as a character has yeah. been around a long time. He was on, like you said, he was on the Ali G show. That's like 20 years old, like you said now. So that kind of sort of comedy doesn't, maybe it's not as shocking as it was, which made it a lot funnier back then. But, you know, he's, his targets in this film are very specific. You know, the, he go he's, he's looking at, you know, very specific sort of point of view from these Americans, you know, and he goes for a wide spectrum from, you know, like the religious person at the women's health clinic to the the debutante balls, you know, these high society, weird, weird people stuck in like a weird old school fashion ritual almost uh, to the the two guys, what were they called? Can you remember? Jerry and Jim. Oh, Jim. Jerry and Jim, Jim. yeah, these My two. My two best friends. I mean, yeah, yeah. what's really fascinating the there as well is that they're, they're sort of like, as much as they've got they all this... They think Obama's worse than coronavirus. Yeah, they've got all this weird, <laughs> these weird thoughts, and a lot of those are quite sort of violent or bigoted thoughts. They're actually like quite nice people on the front, on the face, because he's like, he goes up to him in the street and says, I don't have anywhere to stay, can I stay with you? And he looks foreign, and this guy's like, yeah, and they, you know, he stayed with them for five days, never broke character in five days, staying with those two really? guys. That must have been hard. And, um, you know, when you. He, he, I mean, they must have been given some money for it or something. It'd be <clears> such a. Oh, here's a camera crew and a man doing a funny accent. Yeah, I mean, I like, don't know they, how much they, they were paid, but like, um, Janice Jones, who was the babysitter for, uh, for Tuta, she was given yeah. like just under four grand to be in it. They thought they were doing a documentary yeah. about, like, you know, foreign reporter. Uh, and it's it's amazing that as much as those guys are probably pretty insular and not in not what don't watch that many films in those five days to to just never stumble across Borat as a character you know to never have heard of that or if he says a, a phrase like wah wah wee wah for it not to ring a bell in their head you know four yeah, days yeah, into yeah. Him living with them and you know for I mean what an amazing. What an amazing dedication! And if you know Sash Baron Cohen when he's done the the kind of like uh, talk show scene and done interviews and so on, some of the stories he's got to tell in terms of how close he's been to being killed and you know the, the safety precautions and the amount of planning that goes into these scenes that we don't see is astonishing. Have either of you seen the the footage of him uh, after he's been Country Steve, basically like might could have died? Have you, have you seen what? that in this epi- in this film? In this film, so in this film, he said that no, no, basically seen anything. there was some uh, Black Lives Matter protesters that had sort of infiltrated that little festival music festival thing that they had, mm-hmm. and some of them recognised it as Bora as Sasha Baron Cohen, and that kind of got around, and the crowd realised that and started to rush the stage. He said he saw one guy go for his gun. And obviously, he worked with incredible experts in security and so on, and said, "We had these escape routes. I went into this van. Uh, they they seemed to find out that I was there. He had to wait in this van for a long time, and there's people with you know heavily armed <laughs> crowds there, as you can imagine, uh, and was you know basically could have been shot very easily. Have either of you seen the? Is it called This Is America? That he did that series. Uh, I've seen bits year. of it. Yeah, no, I've not seen that. No. I would highly recommend that because it's it's much the same as this. He's in he's in costume a lot of the time, and he's playing this one guy who's saying to a group. Uh, I think it's in Texas or Alabama or somewhere in the south of uh, America. 
and he says exciting news it's a town meeting we are going to open the biggest mosque outside of Mecca <laughs> uh, in your town. And they're like, no, we don't like this at all. And he basically said, look, these are people who could be very easily be armed. Uh, we we can't yeah. take the guns off them as they come in. So what defence do I have? And he, he said, I was working with a security guy. He gave me a clipboard and he said, I've made it bulletproof. So if they do reach for their guns, your clipboard, <laughs> you know, and he's like, which extremity do I protect first? <laughs> Where do yeah. I hold it? Um, and he gets into these into these incredible situations. He gets sued every other day, and you know his life is in da- genuinely in danger several times. I mean, you know, he said that he doesn't want to do a Borat three because he could have died <laughs> making this film. Yeah. Essentially, although yeah. he would say that so that nobody suspects him doing a third one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah a little true, bit. Yeah, of, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, in terms of what I didn't like about it, I mean, it's very there's very little to dislike about this film. Um, you know, I, I've literally just put because, yeah, it's a bit more scripted than the first one scene. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they, they plan these out and they know what they're going to say roughly in there or thereabouts. But, yeah, like you said, there was a lot more of, like, a lot of scenes between him and his daughter where they're discussing things. And you probably could have cut some of those out, you know. But they're I mean? sort of needed for the story, in... aren't they? You know, because it's not... It, yeah. Like, his, his TV show was a series of sketches. This has to be a consistent narrative which is even mm. more impressive for the writing and he talks about it quite a lot in terms of you know we had 100 or 200 pages of script in terms of what we were going to cover but we realised that we're kind of relying on the members of the public to say the things we want them to say so it's got yeah. two Oscar nominations Maria Bakalova got the nomination for supporting actress um, which well, is something because especially when you add in the danger element you know it's improv yeah. it's multilingual it's can you look like yeah. a grotty 15-year-old girl and a glamorous 20-something woman? Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's all those things. They, they interviewed like 600 women to to, shoot, to find yeah. the right actress for it. And it also got a nomination for the Best Adapted, Best Adapted Screenplay. And it's got nine credited What's writers. What's it adapted from? Well, I, I don't know quite what that means, other than maybe it's an existing IP. It's... You know, it's an existing character. And also, it's not scripted word for word. They do have to adapt it as they go. Um, yeah, but it's got nine credited writers, which I don't is quite think that's interesting. What they mean when they say adapted, though, do they? <laughs> it tends to be from a novel to a film or something, doesn't it? Yeah, that's or like a play or something, isn't it? That's what I always mm. just assumed it was. But and I wonder yeah, if it's that was an improv. Yeah, could you? Yeah, that's it. Could you get a writer credit for an improv scene? And I guess you could because Sasha Baron Cohen is therefore a writer of the film. Maybe there's a maybe there's a play out there that we don't know about. <laughs> Subsequently. I didn't do my State research that deeply, I'm afraid. Yeah, I never, never found one. You know, um, just some like working jobbing actor in New York pretending to be Borat. Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah, wee wah. <laughs> Presentation of sexy gift to Michael Pence on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> the musical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's the only critique I can have of it. Again, yeah, it's probably not as funny as its predecessor, but I mean, it's only by like you guys said. How do you top Everest? You know, this is exactly along the line. So like we said, we said in the break, it's a difficult question to answer. Yeah. Why do you like this film? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll because forty times. We're here. <laughs> we're here for Borat. We're yeah. here for Borat, and. If you've never seen Borat, I don't think you're going to di- decide all of a sudden to watch Borat. No. You know, they're going to look at it and go, well, oh, that looks like a film I might enjoy. You even know what it is and you've watched it. Or you don't, I think, with this with these kind of films and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. I think, I suppose, because like you said, he's been around a long time. You know he's going to do something crazy. 
So I think like the smart thing here was to have, um, you know, to have Tutar do this crazy, crazy thing yeah. to get into the crazy situations because yeah. that's unexpected, you know, because it's easy for like, it's, it would have been easy for Sacha Baron Cohen to almost like edit to be the point where it's like, oh, well, I get all the best jokes, I do all the funniest things, you know, I have all the, the best lines, but he's, he's you know, he was generous, wasn't he, quite frankly, to allow yeah. her to do, Genuine do the job she was hired to do. And, you know, that's why she yeah. Goes, yeah. gets an Oscar nomination. And, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful just uh, kind of feat is this film as well as being really funny and all those things just it is fascinating seeing what scrapes he will get himself into and I do find that the more extreme they go with some things the less funny I find it so for example the debutant ball it's a <laughs> like a funny gross out thing but it's kind of like the more that went on the less funny I found it whereas I always find it much funnier if he gets just a person in a shop to say something horrible or gets a nice working guy to <laughs> to hammer down the nail so his daughter can't get out of the crate <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's paying yeah, him yeah. you know $100 or whatever <laughs> to, get yeah, to yeah. deliver the crate yeah. that is yeah, I thought down, that found yeah, so down. much funnier than you know like the let's go most maximum gross out humour kind of thing yeah or when he's like showing the um, he goes to the the animal shop and like oh, she's, to buy a cage and he's like how many women can you get in this cage and he's like Oh no! This is all for you. And she's like trying it out. Yeah, the guy's he's like, like, "Well, he's got a visibly sale there." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, "This propane. Yeah. Um, how many gypsy uh, will it uh, yeah. to yeah. kill?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, was I mean, you can see how there. Joseph Fritzl got away with a lot of the stuff he yeah, did. Yeah, just watching like, this. Salespeople on commission, you know. They that guy was happily dungeons are us. Definitely going to sell her a cage to live in. Yeah. Best get of the big yeah. one, and it, yeah, it's it's really funny. Which is why uh, th- what this film had that the last one didn't is two very uh, very powerful people. So Janice Jones, who was her babysitter, you know, she's sort yeah, of like yes. she's paid to just be like shocked at how badly this woman's been treated, but she has this pivotal role in this film and like genuinely uplifting role in the film. Uh, a little heart to heart she has with her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's probably my favorite as far as stereotypes and racial uh, stereotypes are never a good thing. I think that's the best <laughs> possible example of a racial stereotype to be like, you know, a middle aged black woman who's not going to take your shit. <laughs> she's not going to take your shit at all. Like she's not going to, she's not going to be like, she's not going to just like nod along and say, yeah, Jews have got big noses. Do you know what I mean? She's going to be like, yeah, hang yeah. on. Like, this is my house. We don't do it like that in this house. If that makes yeah, sense. It's no, she's, it is, she's like a, she's a, she's the good character. She's the one that basically says, no, no, what you're being told is full of shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're fine as you are. Yeah. Don't let your dad do this. Because most people would just like be like, this is a much deeper entrenched problem than I have the time to deal with right now. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. treading on, on thousands of years of cultural heritage and propaganda. Yeah. Like, most people are just like, yeah, you should get your daughter the bigger cage. <laughs> like, I'm not going to solve yeah. the problem right now. Where she's like, yeah. I, I was only, I was nearly going to do a voice then. I'm already doing racial stereotypes. I'm not going to do racial no. <laughs> impressions. But, but no, she's I mean, like, you know, point. You're, you're not, basically, I'm not going to put up with that. And the, the other, like, amazing 
kind of public performer was Judith Dim Evans, who was one of the Jewish ladies in the synagogue, who's like, oh, here's yeah. a guy being as anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic and hateful as you can get, and she is treating him with love and we presume not venom, which is obviously his worry at the time. Yeah. Um, Maybe the pleasant take a while to take effect. Because <laughs> <laughs> she she is just amazing in that, and she um, she died just before the the film was released, and the film is dedicated to her. Mm. Her family tried to sue because they were like, you know, we don't want you using our family member's likeness in your film because she didn't know it was going to be like that and Sasha Baron Cohen says he only broke character with one person and it was her basically to say don't worry I'm not that hateful I'm actually Jewish and all this sort of stuff because she'd just been the most amazing person out there really mm. yeah so, and it's those two people is it Janice the babysitter and that Judith Tim Evans yeah and it is that is again another thing of look like why, why, why are you Americans like you are? Yeah, when actually like the nicest people in in the in the, the whole town I've been in have been the people who you actually prejudice. <laughs> yeah. Like it's yeah, like you're yeah. you're you're the bad people. Yeah, these are the these are the good people. Like I can, like you said, he went into the synagogue. Yeah, in the most. Just unbelievable, and they just—they just accepted <laughs> him. For, yeah. Here's a tr- here's a troubled person. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's yeah. let's let's bring him. Let's talk to him, and you know, like obviously not like moving too far forward, but like that scene's probably got one of my favorite lines in. Yeah. But it's just got. Do you know, like it is. It's that scene. It's like it's wholesome where they're sat and they're eating the food and they're just yeah. So kind to him. Yeah. Well, that's that, this this film really is an indication of pleasant white people being different to bigotry, people who've been the victims of bigotry, not putting up with it. Like you say, it's the two kind of minority characters in the film who were actually are not indifferent to that <laughs> and and do treat yeah. it do treat but it head on. And they're still able to pull a laugh from it because, mm. you know, she was like, I was in the Holocaust. And he's yeah. like, delighted that the yeah, Holocaust yeah, was real. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, so yeah. well done. Like yeah. a real uplifting moment for the character who finds out that <laughs> war crime was did happen. He did that so well because he never expressed to them, oh, thank God it happened. It was just like, he's happy. She thinks he's happy. Yeah. That was so well done. Because that's the spur. Of, that's not a scripted moment. That is quality so you know Juicy you talked about favourite lines I think this is a, as good a time as any to get into that that re- that area of the pod we'll start with favourite scenes then yep. um, get that out of the way um, Hugh favourite scene <laughs> um, for me it, despite what you said I, for me it was the debutante ball right and it was the uh, the, the, uh, the period blood dance the period the piece the fertility dance <laughs> the moon period piece yeah. the moon blood moon time moon blood yeah. <laughs> It was just, ah, oh, it was so funny. It was it, it was the one bit where you just kind of are like, okay, this is what I'm watching, <laughs> you know. And it's it's not so much what they're doing; it's the reactions yeah. that they get and the people's faces when they're watching he this. Said, and they're just like, he said an interesting grossed thing. out. And, there was an interview, actors on actors, Ben Affleck interviewing uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. He said an interesting yeah. thing there, where he said, when real people are shocked, they look like bad actors reacting like overacting yeah <laughs> I suppose because people are shocked and they want everyone to know they're shocked you know they know there's not a camera on their right. face studying everything yeah, and he's yeah. like they make reactions 
obviously this is a this is an auditory medium, but you know their their eyes gape and they put their hands to their mouth and they do all the things that a bad actor would do. <laughs> yeah, the reactions yeah, yeah, yeah. there are uh, priceless, aren't they? Yeah, that bit just. Oh, I think it, was I mean, a bit it tickled me the most. That bit, I knew that was coming up because I couldn't remember much of the film. But when that bit came on, and I was trying to like almost not squirm in the seat because I was like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. And then when she starts slowly lifting the dress, and <laughs> Dempsey's like, hey, what's she doing? And then they're like, whoa! <laughs> Arsenal are playing at home. <laughs> Do you know, like, it's just, and honestly, it was just. It is, yeah, it's, it's funny, but it was just like one of them. That was the, that was a moment when I lost Natalie. I think for that film. Really? <laughs> what a surprise! But you gained yeah. Hugh. <laughs> Hugh, were, Hugh came on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natalie jumped off. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Swings around about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Juicy favorite yeah. scene. Favorite scene. So obviously, I mentioned the the, the bit in the synagogue, but there's one scene that I really enjoy. And it's the baby and the doctor, the pastor, right, yeah. and he's like, "I put this baby in my daughter, and I want to, I want to take it out. I, I thought I was giving her a treat, you know, like, and it's just like, and it's like, oh my god, he's like, wouldn't you give her a treat? God, you'd give her one, wouldn't you? you know, and he's like, and it's just like, it's, there's never, there's never an admission that she's actually being impregnated by him, no. but never an admission that it's a toy. It's so skillfully it's just, worked around, isn't it? Yeah, it's two people. It's based on innuendo, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like a fast. suggestion. Oh, it's, it is so funny. But then, yeah. that is, that will be my favourite scene, but there is another part that I really enjoyed. And it's not a scene, but it's not a line either. Kind of, it's just like, there's a bit where, when they get the plastic surgery, and it's like, oh, it will be $21,000, and he just goes... <laughs> <laughs> and t- I absolutely lost it. He says, and "Take your American dollars." I mean, there's only one. Like I laughed so hard in the cinema watching this, but there's one other time where I laughed so hard in the cinema oh, where it became are. embarrassing. <laughs> and it was I went with a girl I was going out with at the time to watch Hairspray, oh, yeah. and the one with Christopher Walken in. And there's a bit right. where he's in the go- joke shop. And she goes down and she goes, oh, you know, why are you sleeping down here, Dan? And he's like, oh, I've made a bed out of whoopee cushions. And he sits up and it lets out this almighty fart. <laughs> the cinema laughed, but I continued to laugh for the next 10 minutes just <laughs> at that joke. <laughs> it is funny, those things that tickle you, like um, the film World's End. There's a bit where Nick Frost says, uh, he gets drunk basically and he says, oh, there's a bunch of aliens, blah, 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 blah. We're going to do this, so fuck it. And he turns around and he smashes through, his hand smashes through the window. And there was something about the way he did it and the surprise of it that I, yeah, me and uh, our good friend Ben kind of ruined the next 10 minutes of the film for everybody else because we just couldn't stop laughing in that moment. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's so hard to put your finger on it, isn't it, sometimes as to what, yeah. what caused it. Was, I was like that. Have you seen, uh, have you seen the film Ted? I haven't. No. Yes. Oh, you love the you oh, love you the know. you know the jump jet whatever bit at the start, don't you? The 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 yeah the um, <laughs> the bit where he goes. No, nothing's more powerful than the love right. of a little boy, except for um, oh, what is it? It's an Apache helicopter. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And because I was so looking forward to seeing the film for so long. Um, I just absolutely lost it. <laughs> and my ex-girlfriend at the time was just looking at me as if to go, all right, Hugh, it's not that funny. <laughs> and I was in tears of laughter. And then we rented it on 
uh, DVD when it came out a few months later. And then, you know, the bit where he's describing the um, the weed and it's like, what is it like? They're coming, they're coming. And then the final ones, this is permanent. <laughs> and I just lost it at that. And we were watching it with a few more people at that point and they're all again looking at me as if to go, this isn't that funny. <laughs> when, something, when something hits home, it hits home. Oh, you, know, you, yeah, you just can't. Yeah, yeah. like... Yeah, and I think that's what got me in that scene that I liked with the um, the fertility. Dance. Yeah, I think <laughs> decent God. decent choice. I mean, there were so many, there were so many great scenes. I think the synagogue scene is is yeah. great. I think the country Steve um, scenes are absolutely fantastic. I found really interesting to see his scenes with Jerry and Jim, though. You know, staying at their house because whenever really someone like me and us three probably you know little echo chambers whenever we see somebody like that it tends to be in a confrontational manner because you know they're commenting on a thing on social media that other people are going to comment on and Mm -hmm. they know that they're going to get shouted down and stuff this is two guys who are expressing their beliefs and ideas without setting up a fight or a debate or something so i just i'm really fascinated to see what those people are like when they're not trying to win their argument if that makes sense you know, well, because they, they've won the argument, haven't they? Because uh, Borat's basically like, oh, yes, I agree with you. Yeah, you know, exactly. Who's worse, yeah. Obama or coronavirus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not like... Probably Obama. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they don't have to set things up to be a, to be a debate. I just found it really interesting. I think the, the synagogue scene was probably the most moving, but that, that was just the most interesting little insight that I'd, I'd never seen before, really. Uh, lines, yeah. then. So, Hugh, I'm going to ask... I'm going to limit you to 16... Favorite lines? Uh, what's <laughs> just, it, there is. There's so many. Isn't there? There's just. There's just like for every line I mention here, I can pro- you know you can think of another five yeah. that I missed off, and hopefully you guys. But <laughs> the one that tickled me, and it was an early one, and I think I've already mentioned where Borat goes. Fifteen. You're the oldest unmarried woman in all of Kazakhstan. <laughs> and then later with Rudy you know. Giuliani, he's like, he's like, she's fifteen. She's too old for you. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you know what? We'll 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 go around. I guess. Yeah. And we can each. So our favorite lines. Buckle up, buckle up, listener. Twenty more. minutes of favorite lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, incredible. Yeah. Strap in. <laughs> yeah, Juicy, what's one of your favourites? So yeah. my favourite line is, is in the synagogue, and it's actually it's really quite subtle. <laughs> so like he's going, oh, oh well, I'm going to do a double here. So he's, he goes, he goes, this is the worst story that's happened to any human being and Drew. <laughs> like, and then he goes, and then he goes, oh, oh, you know, I was sent over to make this film, present Johnny the Monkey to Michael Pence. And then I'm sure you can guess what happened <laughs> yeah. next. And then, it, <laughs> and you guessed my it. Da- she my ate daughter, it. Yeah. 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 My daughter's in the grave. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's the little in between lines yeah. where it's almost like you know on the scripts that's in brackets. Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm sure you know what happened next. Yeah, of course. My daughter's stuck in the grave. It's a tale as old as time. As you, yeah, as you guessed it, she ate the monkey. <laughs> or he ate himself, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So good. I one that kind of um, isn't isn't like one of the most outrageous ones, but it's when uh, Tuta joins him in the like in that shop where he's sending the faxes, and she says, "Why is the sky so low?" <laughs> he says, yeah, "It's yeah. a room." <laughs> 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 she 
never been in the room. That is a really good one. Right? Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. And then there's that the line where she's like, "My daddy is the smartest person in the whole flat world." <laughs> <laughs> That's where Janice does not know how to re- like which bit of bullshit do I start with first? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Juicy got any more? We got the uh, when he's being kicked out when he's. Uh, when he's trying to give his uh, daughter to Michael Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you release me, I'll give you my clan clothes. <laughs> That's what, like with the, the, with the clan one where he says, uh, I'm Stephen Miller, sorry I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the one as well. Going back to the synagogue where... one, I like it when he says, since I did not have money to buy a gun, I went to the nearest synagogue to wait for the next mass shooting. Yeah, yeah that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That that caught us both off. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you might remember it the first time. No, I didn't remember it. But oh, know. that one was just I was not that came out of left field. That one, <laughs> and then there's the good one where Tutor says it's a woman drive. Uh, it's a woman drive car, and Dee's part says that's not a woman. That's Dr. Bounty Hunter. <laughs> We could be here all night. Yeah. I don't well, let's, I mean, it's our podcast. One more. Yeah, no, one go more. ahead. Yeah, keep going. I mean, there's there's that bit there's right at the beginning. It was like, he's like, oh, my son, like Balik. And he's like, no, I changed my name. You'll embarrass me. I'm Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> he's ashamed of being Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis. <laughs> Huey Lewis. <laughs> 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 on a related one actually oh. like a little hidden joke that you probably both saw as well that the um at the end of the film where they say you know they've they've embraced feminism and so on we no longer have um child brides uh, trafficking we now send grooms yeah. and there's the lads in the tuxedo yeah. did you see the name that was on the uh yeah kevin Spacey. Spacey. Kevin Spacey, yeah, <laughs> <Hollywood>. <laughs> yeah we both caught there was there was one line i liked which was just from one of the one of his um village neighbours um, when she says may all your shit have uh, shits have antlers in, uh, in yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah if you miss that you miss it don't you <laughs> yeah. I, miss, yeah, I miss that one yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's like explaining about people um the financial crash that happened because of the Borat film and he's like uh, they jump out of tallest skyscrapers <laughs> and all the cousins stand and the guy just jumps out and just hurts up. himself a bit gets back up like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah there is a lot it's yeah it's you could be here all day so you guys yeah, got any more for any more so, there is genuinely so many I mean I like I was like Finally, the time had come to deliver my daughter to the vice pussy grabber. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the it's not he's such a pussy that's... hound, he couldn't be in a room with a woman without, <laughs> without having sex with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that, that just reminded me when the pussy hound was like from the between is where they get them t shirts and they get all the hits. Pussy patrol. And that fairy tale of Melania, mm. just the whole thing is just yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Where she dances with Donald Trump and grabs her by the pussy. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. By the <laughs> yeah, and McDonald's Trump grabs her virginity. <laughs> 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 oh, like a little line I like, a subtle one where when um, she's like, he's like, how'd you get down? Through the asshole? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I mean, it's quite funny as well in the plastic surgery where, like, he just pays twenty thousand dollars up front in cash, and then he's stressing forty, about, isn't it? It's, it's four, 20, twenty. Twenty thousand. Yeah, twenty thousand. Is it twenty? Yeah, and he's seventy-two like, dollars short, and she does. She and he's not stressing. He was like, "You want me to get seventy-two dollars in twenty-four hours? <laughs> <laughs> what, what about? Really it's a work. really good potato." <laughs> <laughs> What if we invite lots of perverts? (laughs) You can keep the money money they pay you. (laughs) Oh, the one that Maria has where she's at the um, the Republican woman's thing. She says, um, "What she say? I touch my cunt." (laughs) (laughs) That catches you off guard. They're so so bitchy because, like, at first they seem so encouraging, and then it just sticks on that, like, you know, soccer mom type, and she's like. And we're glad you're yeah. here, and just claps her in the most like "get the fuck off my stage" yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of way. I've ever seen. She describes it though, what she does. <laughs> yeah. She's like, like to hold four circles, and then <laughs> yeah, circle. <laughs> can't do subtitles in podcasts. No. You should just do like a voiceover man circles hands. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put emojis and then the time code. <laughs> that sounds yeah. interesting. <laughs> Oh, Excellent. Well, I mean, favorite shots. Did you, did we have favorite shots? It's not that kind of film, obviously. But uh, no, it's not. Q, um, um, I just went with the bit when he's like on his way out of the the village with the, um, you know, when he's crossing over a little bit of water. Oh, with the thing with the carrying all the stuff. That's very like yeah. reminiscent of the first one, isn't it? It's like shot for shot. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah. I mean, for for me, it was Judy Giuliani with his hands down his pants just for the significance yeah. of this film. You know, we haven't talked yeah, about yeah, that yet. Yeah. But uh, do you see any any favourites? I mean, no, not in, not really many in particular. It's not. It? No, I mean, no. I don't, it's not that. Yeah, it's not that kind of. Film, I don't know who the cinematographer was on it, but <laughs> I, don't, don't, I doubt I'd have uh, heard them before. I mean, the the Rudy Giuliani thing, like I said, he's definitely reaching for his cock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As a man who has tucked in a shirt many times, no need to go that And the man who's reached for his cock many times, <laughs> yeah, yeah, even more times. Yeah, I've experienced it both. Uh, both. Both forms of combat. <laughs> <laughs> and just the context, just like his hand on her hip and like asking for her name yeah. and her address and you know. Oh, the bit where he puts like the hand, because he looks like he goes to put it on her ass and then he cha- It's like he changes his it's mind. It's just a high hip thing, isn't it? It's one of those things, yeah, I think. He's, no, he's such a scumbag. He's, <sighs> shot, he's shot up as well on the bed as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where he's like, like a, yeah. what's going on in like here? Like, like, what? What? Yeah. What? 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 Like, a, like a dog that's just been startled by its own fart. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a really yeah, interesting kind of as well. So to be in this house. <laughs> if you uh, if you see Sash Baron Cohen in any interviews, he'll he'll talk about a story how it's a, such a shame from a viewing point of view a viewer's point of view where you want him to just wait another ten seconds so Giuliani can incriminate himself a bit more. But he's basically stuffed into this wardrobe, and he explains the, the full story. But basically, he's stuffed into a wardrobe. He's kind of communicating with one of the producers or something like that as to at what point should I go in but he's got a mobile phone and they've gone through all this preparation and yet his mobile phone has got 4% battery and he's got to wait there another <laughs> hour or something so they've gone through all that basically he came out he came out of the closet let's say uh, like a, a couple of seconds too early it would have been really interesting as far as Rudy Giuliani and his defence goes to see what he would have done given another 10 seconds <laughs> in that scenario yeah. yeah 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 it might have been a very different reaction that people had to the film yeah and, and, and whether this <laughs> yeah. film could affected have been the, a court case yeah exactly yeah whether this film affected the election or not is is one thing but it definitely affected 
how much power Rudy Giuliani had and Cohen said himself like he was he was on the defensive rather than the offensive sometimes because of this film you know which I thought was quite interesting yeah good so we've done the shots scenes things um in a moment we'll go for the break and and, and, uh, ratings and so on any final thoughts before we do all that uh, official stuff no nothing really not uh... bang on about funny film someone will come up for years kind of stuff yeah. Oh, yeah another quotable film isn't it oh yeah, yeah. another yeah, one for the pumpkin it's, it's, it's an easy watch isn't it if you're like just hanging out with your friends or something and you yeah. can't really decide what you want to watch yeah, yeah. you're not going to you're not going to displease many people well we will go for a break yeah. when we come back we'll get critics responses we'll get Hugh and Juicy's ratings and we'll have a, a little quiz so join us after the break can't wait wonderful Hello and welcome back to the third and final part of Please Watch This. So, we are going to do some critical response. Uh, Hugh, if you had to guess, what would you say would be the Metacritic on this film? Um, what do you think? Oof, I mean... Oof. I know you're a critic. <laughs> yeah, you know you're a critic. Keen reader of the critics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe like a 75 or something? Yeah. I think they'll like it, but maybe not as much as... As the original or the first, you're in the right ballpark. Sixty-eight, sixty-eight percent. Okay, not. I mean, yeah. If you insist, ballpark (laughs) (laughs) within ten, I'll give it. Um, Okay. Yeah. So a bit mixed. Uh, I found basically I'm using one review because I thought it was quite balanced. So Michael Phillips in the Chicago Tribune, Lizzie Bastard. Oh yeah. Sorry, what? Michael Phillips in the Chicago <laughs> Tribune gave it two out of four stars. He's using a four Ooh. star. This is kind of like a you know post Roger Ebert's death version of Roger Ebert's creating. Yeah. Where where did Ebert? Um, what was the publication that he wrote for? Was it not that? Was it the Chicago Tribune or was it the Phoenix Sun? No, I don't think it was the. Phoenix. I really don't know. I mean, he's obviously RogerEbert.com is oh Chicago Sun Times. And what's uh, that one you're reading? Yeah. What's, what's this guy from? The Chicago Tribune. Ah, so it's a different publication. Yeah. Fair enough. No, I was just checking. I was thinking it could have been the same one, so that's why he does the four out of four stars rather than the five. It is. It's a weird rating. It is so weird, isn't it? Like, it's... So, just to go on for a bit of a tangent. So, we, we went to... I went to fill in a survey for work, and it's out of ten. Mm. And they basically, they said, a nine and a ten of protractors... Anything below uh, nine to seven, uh, well, eight and seven, and I think maybe six is just a neutral response. And then six and below is a negative response. <laughs> hmm. So it for it to have maybe two out of four, and to think about it in that sense, it's like, well, what is your actual thing? Are you, is that good? Is that bad? Totally, yeah. yeah, yeah, And yeah, if you use well, half, it sounds like it's give it out of eight. You know, if you're going to use a half a star thing, <laughs> I was hosting yeah. that. Um, but anyway, that's why I like our rating being out of ten because it gives that gives you room for nuance. Because if you rate a film two out of ten, we know it's absolute dog shit. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of the worst films you ever watched. Where if you give it say a seven or a six, you know it's good but not amazing. If you give it an eight or a nine, you know it's quality. And if you give it a ten, you know it's one of the best films you ever seen. And it, but there is, we have found in this that the, the jump from a seven to an eight, I think, is probably the biggest jump out of the ten because seven feels like a, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I probably won't watch it again. 
decent, well-made. Eight feels like a, I really like this film. You know, like it does feel to me like a. Where's an eight? Anyway, uh, let's let's get into. Maybe you're too generous. Maybe your eights are too high rated. Then perhaps could be. Could be, but you do have to be. But let's get into it. So yeah, he's quite mixed. He says the sequel is both ruder and more sentimental, but there are payoffs in handling this father-daughter relationship semi-seriously. I laughed at a good deal of the movie, but a good deal more of it left me with um, the taste of ashes in the mouth. Hearing Michael Pen- Mike Pence um, behind a podium early this year, about to be punked by Cohen at the Conservative political at uh, the CPAC, proudly noting America's 15 cases of coronavirus. What is it now? Half a million deaths are up to. Something like that, yeah. Um, it's a lot. Yeah. Scenes that proceed, unfortunately. <laughs> 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 yeah. Listening to Giuliani Relay's statement that China manufactured the virus and deliberately spread it around the world. These are beyond satire. It's not easy right now to laugh at these insult comedians. They make it too hard or maybe too easy for a deadpan satirist trying to recapture the magic. He also had a bit to say about the Giuliani thing. So he, he was a bit sceptical of that whole debacle. He says, um, so he's, he's describing the film and he says, cut to the adjoining bedroom. Giuliani, still we- wearing a microphone and a wire for the TV interview, lies down on the bed, likely at the actress's urging, though we don't see that part, and takes out the microphone, retucks his shirt in, still lying down. That part is weird for sure. And then, I think, I think, Cohen and his editors work a little hard to make it seem like he's about to go for it. There's at least one extremely dodgy edit where a shift in hidden camera's perspective dealing with a fleeting, repeated moment involving Giuliani, shirt-tucking and hand disappearance, makes it look like Giuliani really is up to the something. Maybe the hand on her lower back stuff, a little earlier, is damning enough. Damning enough, that is, for about ten minutes of this particular news cycle. So he's saying the hand down the trousers mm. was, was as Giuliani's official story was, he was readjusting his, you know, retucking his shirt because of the microphone thing. I've... I've never put I mean, my hand that far down my trousers to. He could have just been. He could have been adjusting the old lad as well. Maybe he wasn't going to take it out, but Maybe just took it in so it didn't stick just, up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that sounds like an American defending something that he might not necessarily agree with the people in power at the moment, but an American defending America. Fuck for, yeah. for America's sake, you know, like it's America. Yeah. But you know, like that sounds like he's going. Well, yeah. We all look cunts in this <laughs> <laughs> Just let's try and forget that, you know, somebody in the great power trying to get his cock out. Yeah. <laughs> Won't be the first I mean, time. I am sceptical as well because there is, a, there is a, a, a tucking motion. He is at some point tucking his shirt in. However, I just wish that he, he that Sasha Baron Cohen had more charge on his phone and could have left that for 20 more seconds because either yeah. it is innocent and he just stops tucking it in and he gets up or he's about to whap the old lad out and I want to know one, yeah. of the, one of the two isn't it only Rudy Giuliani knows I guess <laughs> yeah I think if Rudy Giuliani sued him which I'm sure he will have done not sure then the edit of that film would have been shown that's what I mean so like if we I don't buy I don't buy his thing of Oh, it's some clever editing. Yeah, that's it, bullshit. I yeah, think. I don't think I don't think there's any clever. There's just they just cut to a different shot because that's the the, the money so shot. I just that's I, what I, mean. I just rewatched it basically, and the, there is potentially a repeat of it of a certain shot of him putting his hands on his trousers. I do think it shows him tucking his trousers in more than once, so it looks like his hands is down, hands down his trousers for longer than it probably actually was. 
I no, think, I think it is. It actually, no, I'm, I'm watching it again, and it actually no, it doesn't. No, he tucks it down twice, and I don't think it does repeat actually, but it does swap uh, does swap perspective. I think the real question with again with that is, what does you know what did the people in the room think? You know, when they mm. all the editors and the, you know the people who've watched it, you know, probably countless times since it happened to to get the right edit of the shot and all this. You know, what does Maria Bakalova yeah. think was about to happen? Well, this is it. And I mean, if yeah. you genuinely are tucking your shirt in, you don't sit up straight like that exactly. when somebody comes in yeah. the room. Yeah, uh, that means you're doing something yeah, wrong. Bolt or you're on the verge of yeah. something. And what's really funny as well yeah. is the way they react to it. You know, he says like, no, no, take my back, Anos. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, yeah, I've been yeah, in prison yeah. many years. Yeah. I have <laughs> techniques with my mouth. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you hear what you do? You hear what his daughter says, and she goes, "No, my front arms." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't 100 agree with that review. What about you, mate? No, I'd say that. Yeah, like yeah. It is it is. It's an American defending Americans yeah, for yeah, America's yeah. sake. It's like it, what, the bits he doesn't like are the bits that point to America as being look, you've let these people get in power you've let these morons control you for four fucking years mm. yeah you know mm. but yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's better than what he, it's better than two it's better than two stars it is. let's it be is. honest it's a funny film it's timely it's well yeah, let's it's let's find out how many stars you give it how many K spacey okay. rooms out of ten would you give this Hugh <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! I mean, I won't want to give Kevin Spacey any of those things, but um, yeah, for, for I legal think, reasons, you're only allowed to call him K Spacey. Yeah, K Spacey <laughs> never says that. Could be any K Spacey in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, could be Hollywood, Northern Ireland, couldn't it? You know, case. Yeah. You know, Mister Kenneth Spacey. <laughs> you know, part of the Spaceys from Fermanagh. <laughs> <laughs> How many Kilmarnock Spaces um, would you give it to? You? So when I was watching it, I was like, this is probably an eight out of 10, you know, like I'd say Borat, the first films, a nine or a 10. Um, upon reflection, maybe I think I'm going to go with a seven. Right. Interesting. It is very good, but I don't think it's going to live as long in the memory, maybe, as the first film did. Fair. Yeah. Juicy thoughts. How many K Spacey grooms out of 10? Or, or front anuses? Oh. <laughs> I, would give, I, I mean, I give this from eight front anuses <laughs> out of ten front anuses. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good enough to push it over the edge of, like I said, our oh, seven's good. Probably not going to watch it again, but I think it's good enough to be the. No, this is a, this is a good film. I enjoyed it, and I will watch it again. I laughed out loud. You yeah. know, I didn't like 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 you said. The first one was a ten. Yeah. For As me, the comedies go, you, know, like, you don't get much better than that. Yeah. Especially in that context. Absolutely not. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I'll go with eight because it wasn't as good as the first, but um it I've enjoyed I've actually enjoyed it more during our conversation and reliving the scenes and the lines because like I said, I I think well again, if I saw it at the cinema, I would have laughed a lot more than watching it at home. You know, tired of an evening. It's, it's the subtleness of the lines as well, yeah. I think, that make it when you when you look back and you remember, like I just thought then, like yeah. he says, "What was lovely weather we're controlling?" <laughs> to the you know, like it's like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like that does kind of little things. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that, or I missed that because I was laughing at the 
oh, I, was, <laughs> I went to the synagogue and and... waited for the <laughs> next mass Jew. <laughs> 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 that costume is so it's just, like so intricate. Oh, There's terrible. so much in that costume, isn't there? There's just so much going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's even got like the little finger, like the long nails <laughs> coming in, like the like Fagin and the child catcher all in one, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jesus. Well, let's find out how much. Um, attention you paid to the film basically I think you know we'll do our yeah. normal thing Hugh as the inductee to this film you get first dibs hello I don't know if these are going to be too easy we'll find out maybe maybe toss just juicy a bone if, uh, if they're all going a bit too easy oh you know make him look smart yeah <laughs> why not so question one okay uh, I've got seven questions total just because of course uh, why it's was five. Borat not trusted to deliver directly to Trump Hugh Oh, because he took a shit outside of Trump Tower <laughs> in the previous film. Yeah. <laughs> what does Borat write on the cake? Oh, you Jews, you will never replace yeah. us. Jews will not replace us. A smiley face. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I forgot the smiley right. face. That's the important <laughs> part, isn't it? Yeah. What What is Tuta focusing on in her studies? So I don't need the degree title, oh. but she's focusing on something. Oh. It's... <laughs> VH is it VHS repair? VCR repair. <laughs> yeah. VCR repair. VCR repair. Oh, what was the other one? Uh, it's in it like farm maintenance. I'm not sure. I can't <laughs> in the University of Grand Canyon. Yeah, University of Grand Canyon. Yeah. Can you? What's what was it? What yeah. was, it, what was the other one? Repair, that was the that was the main one. What, so was it, what was it VCR repair and I didn't actually write down the whole thing it was it was that she was focusing on VCR oh, repair but right. yeah Juicy's got it right fair enough uh, Juicy yeah. I'll ask you this one just to mix it up a bit what does Borat order oh, okay. via Amazon via the Alexa <laughs> <laughs> Alexa or the three flashlights <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be I'd love to be in the writer's room moment where they realise if he said flashlight it would sound like flashlight like that is Really, and for him to have broken their flashlights in the in the laundry <laughs> to set that yeah. up, <laughs> really so he had good. to replace them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just a little light. Um, oh, Hugh, I'll ask you this one: How much does the father at the ball say two tires worth? Oh, five hundred dollars. <laughs> that is fucking gross. Oh, that is fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's so upset. Isn't she? She's absolutely. <laughs> Livid, didn't she? So she was expecting at least. <laughs> <laughs> she, and let's see how many details you get right on this. How do they intend okay. to kill Borat in the uh, faxes that they send? Oh, they're gonna get a <laughs> gonna get a cow <laughs> on one end, and oh, what country was it? <laughs> was it a is Turk? It, no, I think they did they shove two Turks up <laughs> in each cow's anus. <laughs> And then put some Uzbekistanis at the other, Uzbeks. And then just load the Uzbeks away with alcohol. <laughs> and, money. <laughs> and, money. and then the cows will chase the Uzbeks. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Very much on the right line. Something along those. You'll be tied to two cows who will face Uzbeks with turnips incited in, inserted in their anuses, uh, in their assholes. Turnips. Oh, turnips. Uzbeks will be enticed away with yeah. money and cows will follow to eat turnips, ripping you apart. Should we copy Turks with turnips? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew there was some sort of 
nationality in yeah. there. <laughs> she was Beck's good. And shithole country Slovenia, which is where Melania is from, of course. Um, final question you have actually answered this one so I'll go with Juicy on this one when Tutar points to a woman driving a car as evidence that women can drive cars who does Borat say Ashley is oh yeah Dr. 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 (laughs) Bantam that is not a woman that is Dr. (laughs) Bantam wonderful (laughs) so I think you basically got all those correct Nice, I like it. It was one of those things with the quiz. It was either going to be really hard mm. or like so memorable. Yeah, it's, like these, sometimes yeah. It's, they're hard to do quizzes for some of these films, aren't they? Yeah, it's like yeah. what did they inject in him? It's like <laughs> and something else. <laughs> <laughs> like, it shows him th- trying to shove the bat into the, <laughs> into the mixture. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, holding that dead duck in China. Then coughing all over Tom Hanks. I couldn't find any information on how they sorted that out. I, uh, that he's he's clearly in the same shot with him. Maybe he's like, well, he's had, yeah, he's had yeah, it already. Yeah. Maybe he feels safe being coughed on by Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks very green, very screen, doesn't green, it? Yeah. That bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was when he'd come back and he'd survived coronavirus. <laughs> Let's cough and all he's, over. Uh, yeah, because he's in Sydney, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he got ill, yeah, when he originally got ill. That was quite fun. That was a nice little callback, actually. Yeah, yeah. I quite liked Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Good. So, yeah, I think we did all right there, didn't we? Well, I think yeah, yeah. we've done the film. You did well in the quiz. I'm really happy you enjoyed it, Hugh. You know, I... I'm looking forward to rewatching the first one actually at some point based on the conversations we've had. And oh, the, I've not watched it for years. Yeah, the, I need to watch it again. The big question I've got for you, Hugh, is what film are we going to watch next week? Uh, does this mean anything to you, Sam? Spaceballs. Oh no, it's airplane. airplane. <laughs> yeah, it's airplane. <laughs> and then the airplane comes out of the clouds. Yeah. Um, no, I think you said you hadn't seen Jaws. Yeah, it's one of those films. Um, this is this is now we've got to now we've got to check if, you, if we're adhering to the uh, the please watchers. <laughs> That's it's fine. It's only episode eighty-five. Please, please. It's only you know. Yeah. If the FBI are watching, that yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't just miss misconname the fucking podcast. Do you see, what have you been drinking? Do you see what's going on yeah. here? Is it, <laughs> well, he's had at least three Pepsi's. <laughs> yep. <I'm> like, <laughs> smacked off my tits on. Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> like Richie Sunak. Coke is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Coke addicts. <laughs> Coke addicts, yeah. Um, so yeah, so you haven't seen Jaws, is that right? Now be honest, where are we on this? I, because we need to... If I have seen it, it was when I was, say, less than... I was younger than 10, because I definitely haven't sat down to watch it knowingly. And, you know, it's possible I watched it with my mum when I was very young, but I... Genuinely, yeah. don't think I've seen it start to finish. So this could be the first film on. Please watch this. So I got it right that time. <laughs> well, then, that Sam has actually already seen or seen a lot of. I'm guessing you know quite a bit about it. Yeah, I think is it about a big crocodile or something, or anaconda or something? Uh, yeah, little, piranha. Little <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Harold Pinter, yeah, and so I think you know. Uh, I think it's David got something to do with sharks and tornadoes. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Can't put my yeah. Tara reads in it. No, I mean, yeah. you know, it's obviously about a shark terrorising a beach. Um, I know that it got increasingly ridiculous with the sequels, and 
I know that they blow the shark up at the end because they shoot, um, you know, like a, a gas canister that's in its mouth. <clears throat> and then as Ben likes to remind me on either the second one or the fourth, I think it's the fourth one. I think the, I think the, sh- I think the shark goes into the boat and then it just explodes. Or they shoot it and it just explodes because it explodes in this one. <laughs> um, so they go, well, we've got to explode. And I remember that yeah, in shark, Jaws 4... Somebody asked Michael Caine, have you seen the film? And he says, no, but I've seen the holiday home it bought me. You know, he opened page one, uh, external Hawaii, and he went, right. <laughs> I think it was Call my agent. Yeah. <laughs> Call my agent. I'm I thought it was the Caribbean. One. Caribbean, maybe. I can't remember. But, yeah. so, I, you I know, I know. But we'll look into it. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, I know we'll bits. I've, I've seen, like, specific. we're going to need a bit of bigger boat, and the, the idea of it's like yeah. a doll's eyes, like black eyes, all that stuff. Um, yeah, but uh, no, I, I genuinely don't think I've seen it actually start to finish. Right. Well, what about you? Come from? Have uh, you seen it? No, no, it's not my thing. I've been on the Jaws of Ride in Florida. That's still really counts. Good. Counts. That is genuinely <laughs> really good. Like, but that's all made by the people that work there that are on the boat. That are, you're obviously going around on fucking tracks. <laughs> and it's like, oh, look at Did you go around going, this is fake? Like, yeah. This is a real shark. shark. <laughs> this is fake. You can see the like strings. Them boring people. <laughs> like, yeah, I can see the scenes. Sat in the play going, I can see the guys moving the scenery behind. <laughs> they're not small, they're not real small children in it. It's a tiny world. <laughs> yeah. They're dolls. They're dolls. <laughs> Animatronics. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is a ridiculous series, I think, is Jaws. It's like Jaws 2, Jaws Harder. <laughs> like, do you know, like, Jaws with a Vengeance. Jaws again. Jaws, like, Jaws 4.0. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Jaws 4 isn't it Jaws 4 3D or something or is that in Back to the Future and I'm confusing <laughs> I can't remember yeah I think that's right I, I think, think you're probably. right anyway that's what we're going to do anyway, it's going to be yeah. it's one of those classic films that Sam somehow probably hasn't properly seen probably yeah um, somehow we've got the gap and you know we obviously yeah. 80, 85 episodes in so it's harder to think of classic films that we haven't seen and uh, this just happens to be one, so deal with it. Okay. Um, Hugh, if they want to get in touch with us and tell yeah. us about uh, <laughs> their thoughts on Jaws, um, for example, how yeah. could they do that? Well, what they need to do, Sam, is they need to um, become some sort of journalist slash cultural ambassador for maybe a landlocked country in, say, Central Asia. Slash minister for you know, culture the... slash number one porn star. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one of the stands, basically. <laughs> and, um, yeah, when they do that, they then need to get sent to America on a some sort of diplomatic mission. Yeah. And then perhaps when they're in one of, like, the you know, government offices, they could send, like, an email maybe from a computer there. Um, that would be perfect. If they were yeah, to be able to, to get a hotspot from their phone and steal internet from those bastards, the Uzbekistans, uh, what email address should they send it to? <laughs> uh, they want to send it to please watch this dot pod at gmail.com first time. Sam if they can't be asked with all that rigmarole mm. and they te- and they're not from one of the stands like then Uzbekistan I don't want to hear from Turkmenistan them. yeah Uzbekistan Uzbekistan <laughs> 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 uh, how can they get? How can they get in touch with us? What? Where can they find us on the internet? Theoretically, like, social, media. social media would be the thing to do. Twitter is where we're most active. At Please Watch Pod. I recently made a couple of Instagram posts, so technically we're active. You know, wow. so the account didn't you know you expire. Um, yeah. is, is, uh, Good job. I'm sat down. He's going to be the next so, big Instagram influencer. Yeah, like Facebook, Instagram, like Twitter. Who I've yeah. never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, people on Instagram might have been like, "Oh my god, it's it's, uh, it's her who influenced." 
influences me. Yeah, I'm feeling influenced. <laughs> we're we're yeah. ready to be part of that circle. Yeah. We are at Please Watch Pod on those devices. Didn't people who used to be called influencers like used to be called cult leaders? Yeah, there's a Venn diagram there. It's a circle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, the ends in mass genocide. Yeah, always, always. <laughs> don't drink the cool. Don't drink the cool. Yeah. <laughs> so all that remains to be said is juicy. We appreciate you being back on. I can't believe it's been so long since we had you back on. The weird since we had you on last time. Yeah, uh, I really look forward Bloody to viruses it. again. I know it's uh, been a year, hasn't it? But we've got we've got a big episode in the planning, though. We, we have. do. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it extraordinary. Keep it under wraps. Extraordinary. Keep them wanting more. Give them what they want. Give, <laughs> treat them mean. Keep them keen. Yeah, yeah. that's what. Yeah, they, yeah, that's, that's what he says about his wife. <laughs> no. my life now <laughs> it's just a slightly lower register yeah. but it's the same thing isn't it same character it is, <laughs> it is. who knew who knew oh well listener we love you yeah. uh, at least I do and uh, we'll talk at you next week see you next week bye bye, bye.